0: What's up guys? It is your girl, Sarah from Sarah Sal's, here on Weekly Accountability. I almost said what's up Wednesday. That's not Wednesday. Today You're is early.
1: You're really early. <laughs> I
0: don't know what day it is. We had a snow day today. So the kids who are remote learning were actually not in school today. So then it like throws it off even more. <sighs> anyway. It's whatever day you want it to be. <laughs> It feels like that. This whole year feels that way. So welcome to Weekly Accountability. I am a girl Sarah from Sarah Styles. I am a reseller. Uh, I'm a mom of three. I also have a degree in mathematics and have dashboards for the reseller to help you look at your numbers my channel is dedicated to helping you figure out and how to meet your truest potential using your numbers we probably won't talk too many numbers today this is just a weekly accountability (laughs) i like to have different resellers on because i think everybody has something to bring to the table whether you've been reselling for 10 years or you've been reselling for a couple of months we all come with a different background we don't get a degree in reselling. Right. So I think it's kind of a cool profession because everyone comes like, Oh, in my previous job, I did that. You know, everyone comes with different sets, mm-hmm. that I think we can all um, learn and grow from. And also it's very isolating. So I don't get to talk to resellers. So it's like my <laughs> weekly staff meeting. It is open to anybody who would like to join. So if you want to come on live on the call, just give me a, send me a DM on Instagram and we will set you up. Today, that's my spiel. Um, let me introduce you. Ashley. I'm actually going to have Ashley introduce you to Ashley. But this is Ashley. Um, she does have a YouTube channel and an Instagram, so definitely make sure to follow her as well. She has great content. We're going to get it into some weekly accountability. But as I wait for people to hop on, Ashley, if you want to introduce yourself, you know who you are, where you're from, what you do. Yeah, uh,
1: <laughs> all the things. I am Ashley, uh, my Poshmark Closet, YouTube channel, Instagram, all of that stuff is everyday style. Uh, I know it is spelled incorrectly, but that is because my last name is Day, D-E-Y. <laughs> I've had people like, that's not spelled right. <laughs> like, trying to be cute, trying to be punny, but <laughs> and then also sometimes people can't find me. So it is D-E-Y. Uh, I am a now, well, I guess it's been two and a half years being a full-time reseller. Um, I I feel like if you could have a degree in reselling, I probably would <laughs> have one. Uh, my background is in fashion, e-commerce, um, vintage, uh, social media, marketing, kind of literally all of the things that I do now is like every job I've had in the past. And I've kind of always been a reseller. Like I used to thrift things and then sell them to buy, sell trade stores. And I was on eBay, like late 90s, early 2000s. Even before I was 18, I was on my dad's account, buying and selling stuff. Uh, And then created my own account, I think in like 2004, then met, uh, well, then went to college. Still like eBay helped pay for school uh, pretty much. And I would just anything and everything that i feel like i could make some money on and all, then all thrifting are you a, like diehard thrifter? yeah or like craigslist i'm surprised i didn't get murdered <laughs> so like i would like find like free like free music equipment craigslist I'm, like i gotta go check this out
0: <laughs>
1: and, like like seven at like 17 i'm like yeah sure i'm going to oakland to get these free drums uh it was <laughs> It was great. I had a wonderful time. Uh, went to college, then uh, worked for a couple uh, e-commerce uh, fashion brands. Worked at uh, Roxy and Quicksilver and Texan, Then moved back to San Francisco and started working for ModCloth. So then got oh we lost. Oh, no, I'm cutting out. Did you lose me? Yeah. Am I back? Yeah, we, we lost it at Mod Cloth. You worked at Mod Cloth. Oh, yeah, and I uh, was uh, the social media manager there, but learned a lot more about vintage and secondhand. Uh, there, they sell new stuff at, now as well, but it started as
0: just uh, vintage old clothes. Um, What's, your so got, What's your degree in?
1: Uh, my degree in journalism. Okay. Yeah. So I did um, PR and online media and I started off in film. I was thought I wanted to be like, I don't know, Steven Spielberg or something. Uh, no, probably not Steven Spielberg. I would make like weird, weird movies, uh, but I switched from film to journalism about halfway through and then got more into kind of PR and and marketing and my minors in marketing and, and communication. So kind of little bit of everything
0: and then now that's what i do <laughs> i am so jealous because I, I my background's in data analytics and math it's no surprise See, and i'm like <laughs> i don't
1: know any of this stuff like, i know we
0: <laughs> need to like team up and this is 100 percent why businesses are made and as resellers mm-hmm. we're like we're a team of one so i'm like marketing i'm data i'm mm-hmm. you no. Know, i'm the cfo i'm the sourcer i'm the yeah. so yeah, like I'm not equipped to do any of this. I Oh yeah. I'm like, I want to be creative director, not CFO. <laughs> like I know, and I so we need to up and this is where like, but I don't want employees and I don't want to deal with that mm-hmm. so I'm learning and figuring it out. But like mm-hmm. I'm working on a course and I'm like, okay, I have the course, I have it built out, I have it all done. And now I'm mm-hmm. like, now I have to market it and I have <laughs> no idea how to do that. <laughs> like, no clue. So <laughs> Like watching videos and just hoping that people find me. Yeah. I
1: mean, that's the most
0: of it. Is. No, no, because, no, because. No, I, I, know, I know, I know. And you have a degree in this. And this mm-hmm. is where, like, I'm like, oh, it's just numbers. Like, just do it because it's, yeah. like, I'm familiar with. But, like, I look mm-hmm. at other people's and, like, the colors look good and the photo, like it's really engaging and catches mm-hmm. my eye. But I don't know how to do that.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I guess like some things, and even with reselling too, like there's some things that just kind of come more naturally. And then like, you don't realize that other people don't know that as well. And then, or sometimes like I'll see somebody like say something like on Instagram or something. And so many people are like, I didn't know that. Oh, I didn't know that. And I was like, Oh, I do that. And then, so it's just kind of making that connection that, Everybody has a different background and so many different skill sets that we all need all of these things. But
0: Which Um, is why, I mean, it's wonderful because we both are um, content creators, right? And there's so many, I think we were talking last week on my channel too about creating content Mm -hmm. and everybody, I mean, not so many people can have a channel and be successful because your channel is going to be completely different than my channel and the mm-hmm. same person can get value out of both. And some mm-hmm. people may be like, all right, Sarah, it's too much data for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to watch her, but I'm going to watch, you know, Ashley. And there's so much, there's mm-hmm. room for all of us. And so if people yeah. are, you have a channel, but people, I get a lot of questions. Like, I just want to start. What should I do? There's enough for everybody. Just start making content and you'll kind of grow into the niche that mm-hmm. you have. Um, but I want to ask you kind of how you, because you have a background in this mm-hmm. like how do you go about building your content and like helping or what's your per? let's step back. What is your purpose with your social media? Um, and like how do you go about navigating through that?
1: Yeah, I think the the funniest thing is is for the longest time, I didn't have a reselling Instagram or I didn't have a YouTube channel, like all of that. It was things I was doing for other people and other companies, and I wasn't doing it for myself and i i spoke at posh fest when it was in chicago so it was a couple of years ago now and it was on marketing and branding and somebody's like oh what's your instagram and it was like my personal one is like ash mcday and i was like it's pictures of my dog and, like, and like you don't have like you just spoke for an hour about how to market yourself and you don't have a channel and I was like "Mm, I should probably have an Instagram channel (laughs) very valid (laughs) yeah and so I just started it like right after that uh right after that posh fest Uh, and then I just started YouTube I don't know maybe a year two years ago I don't I'm not very consistent with YouTube um but that yeah that's like the hardest thing of like doing it for myself and and I kind of even now like still kind of put it to the back burner of like reselling us first that's what's making me money that's what i'm excited about and i also background like a little bit of a brick and like i didn't have to do it like i could list stuff and also sell i don't necessarily have to market it and that's just kind of an extra um and so i kind of took a little bit of a step back i think it was also like burnout where i was like i don't want to do instagram or like i don't want to look at this all the time and then just kind of recently starting to get back into it and like feeling like it's it's fun again and not that I have to do it. And it's cause I like it. And, and I, there's formulas and algorithms and things like, Oh, if you put a question at the end of your Instagram posts and here's how to get more click bitty YouTube things. And like, I know all the tricks, but like sometimes it just doesn't feel like real or authentic. And I'm like, I want somebody to like this cause they like it. Not cause like double tap if you agree. And like, Sometimes that just feels kind of icky and fake to me. So I'm just like, I'd rather just be a little more real and like less salesy (laughs) marketingy.
0: And I I see what you're saying, but you're coming from like this background, right? Yeah. So I was just like, that's
1: all I knew. And I was like, I need to just,
0: not do that for a so minute for someone, like, i i personally i'm not even on social media myself i like mm-hmm. i'm on my business i didn't have an yeah. account until i started a youtube channel so like yeah. i from scratch and my i never had mm-hmm. an instagram except for my business um and my yeah. one i post like maybe a picture of a kid once a month like i am not mm-hmm. like that by any yeah Yeah, And those double clicks for people that don't know the algorithm, like Mm -hmm. I'm all about supporting other people, but until I started doing social media, I didn't realize that I could be clicking to support you. And so I Mm -hmm. think it is helpful. Like for us as content creators, it feels like, okay, we're like doing this all the time and we're, but like, Uh I click the like button when someone tells me to and not Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh, well I have to do it. But like, I just, Mm -hmm. it doesn't doesn't cross my mind. Yeah. I think I was
1: just like, literally just like just burnt out from all and like okay i'm gonna say take a step back not do as much and and yeah i feel like now it's it's not what i'm staring at all day long and like have been for 20 years
0: <laughs> it's well and it's hard to manage because we made a point like reselling is where you make the money mm-hmm. content yeah, I monetized for- on youtube
1: but that's not that's not paying my bills by
0: any means no, and Denali, <laughs> but, um, it, she said, I love how she says you make hundreds of cents a video. And that's true mm-hmm. what it is. Unless you're like the, you know, 2% of YouTubers that can make a full time mm-hmm. that are doing this full time, like legit full time mm-hmm. years getting there, though most resellers, even the big resell channels, it's still part of their income, right? And mm-hmm. for us, mm-hmm. like we both monetized. I mean, you're talking like, I think my last video made a dollar. And (laughs) it's my (laughs) so like it's very time consuming, and you're not making in the money. So I want to ask you. I like asking this question. Why are you doing it, and is it worth the benefits for you?
1: Um, I I like it just because it's fun, and it kind of it adds another element to the like you say. Like this is a lonely job, like team of one, and it's more of just kind of sharing my experience, and then finding other people like me and doing things like this and like having like co-workers like i feel like everybody's my co-worker like on instagram too and it's just i i like seeing other people's content and what other people are doing even if it's something completely different from me like i follow a lot of um people now that just do selling just through instagram and doing instagram lives like i find that fascinating and so like i like seeing what other people are doing even if it's not something I'm incorporating into my business, I just like, and I just like supporting everybody. So I was like, well, maybe other people want to do that with me. Maybe they want to see what I'm doing or what I'm working on. And, and it's just, and it's just kind of fun to look back on older videos and things and are like actually seeing the growth and, and progression of things. Um, and yeah, I mean, I mean, eventually could be a, another like bigger marketing tactic and, and other things. And but I have some people that, Follow me on social media, but like don't shop for me. And I have people that shop for me that like don't follow me anywhere. And like they're then they're they're pretty they can be pretty separate. But it's just it's more just kind of because it's fun. <laughs> That's why I do anything. I'm like because eh, I want to. <laughs> Probably
0: not the best best uh business plan but it's like it's fun but i think a lot of people on it because i like to ask that question because some people are like this is a business this is what i'm doing for a business this is um which i'm very much that way mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. but i think it is i also like that i mean i do this one this video doesn't make me it doesn't get the most views it doesn't like strategically speaking this video i should stop doing but i like doing this video because i like engaging i like mm-hmm. seeing you know, margaret on and leslie and Brittany. Mm-hmm. i'm gonna I know I love seeing everybody in the chat, Um, and having people come on and talk to you. Like we've talked on Instagram, Mm -hmm. but it's nice to like have the face-to-face time. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think for people that are just wanting to start out, like that's just a good way. Like, do it, make videos, do what you want to talk about. I usually am like, what did I do this week? Okay, let me make a video about it because if Mm -hmm. I'm doing it, probably has a question about it. Like it was probably helpful to someone and then if it doesn't get good analytics then I don't do another one
1: <laughs> yeah I kind of like I like to test different things and then
0: if something just like
1: completely bombs I'm like okay I won't do that anymore <laughs> at least for YouTube because it takes so much time
0: yes YouTube is like really-
1: Instagram I'll just throw whatever out there and see and but I don't I care but if it's something that's going to take hours to to film and edit and really doesn't get any views or interactions, I'm like, okay, maybe I won't do that one again. But are yeah.
0: fun. It can be kind of <laughs> devastating too, because you spend so much time on it, and then you're like, well, that sucks. <laughs> no one sucks. Yeah. It. Well, and I also try. I try not. I try to
1: not spend too much time on it. Um, and so a lot of things, like I just did a tour of the uh, my new office last week. I think that was like the first video I'd posted in a couple of weeks, but. Just pulled up my phone like quickly, like, here's the office, here's this, and then edited in like two seconds and threw it up. So I, I try to, I i know sometimes, like, in the past, it could be like very like perfectionist and like, oh, this has to be perfect. My cover photo has to be perfect. My video has to be perfect. My Instagram post has to be perfect. And then I'm spending so much time trying to get, get it right and get it perfect and beautiful. And like, the things that I just throw up, like, usually do the best. And I'm trying to, like, no, I just put it out there, see see what people like, see what works, and I get a lot more done that way because I'm not
0: agonizing <laughs> over oh do I have the right hashtags. Well, and you learn as you go too, right? So if you put <laughs> it out there, you learn as you go, and I think people really like to see the real the person behind the reseller. And so, like, some edited videos is okay, but like all mm-hmm. of the edited videos. Um, and to your point, yeah. the last video that I put up, I was a hot mess last week. I don't know if you guys can tell. Me about it. <laughs> but I was a hot mess last week. Um, but I was like, I'm still gonna get the videos up. And I put a video up. I thought it was going out Saturday. I thought I scheduled Oh it. yeah, I remember you saying that. And my husband was like, Sarah, you have a new video. And I was like, oh my God, I do? And so I went to the, <laughs> and like it had already gone up. And I, you know, I was like, well, Saturday mornings are good for me. I'm gonna try it, you yeah. And it went up Friday and it's t- my best video. Trying to be one of my best videos, and I edited it, but I uploaded the raw one and not the edited one, so I spent the time editing it. And Um, but someone told me if you make mistakes in your videos too, it can help because people like to comment and call you out. Like, and so I had a couple of people that were like, You know, that you know, you didn't put the video in the intro, and I was like, Yep life happens i'm a mom of three i was sick and that's what happens um we've had i don't have any kids i'm just lazy Um, we have been chatting. I mean, it's just been going and going. I do want to check in um, with the chat and then we will come <laughs> back and just say hi to everyone. So Margaret is here. What's up, Margaret? The Grumpy Thrifters. I'm glad to see you back here. I know you had some stuff with your daughter um, getting a job. Congratulations. Leslie is here. If you guys don't know Leslie, um, she was on last week. She got monetized. Hey, Leslie. Yes, we all love Leslie. Um, And she has new, Leslie, feel free to let us know a little bit about it. But She started a membership program, I think, um, I saw, so definitely check that out, Brunch with Diva. I am having brunch with her in November, so keep an eye out for that. Vandy's Closet, we love Vandy's Closet. She was here last week as well. Great thread up content. She just started following me on Instagram, and I did a happy
1: dance.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let's see, Brittany, welcome Brittany, Glow Girl Glow. Uh, Her birthday was what day? Today. 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 I was right? just- that- like, <laughs> I don't know what day it is. But today, happy birthday.
1: <laughs> it's Wednesday. We missed it. No. <laughs> it
0: was four days ago. Um, that's how my day's going and it's only Monday. So Vandy's closet saying, Man, I suck at asking questions in my IG post. Um, I like asking questions because I like I use it I use Instagram more as like interacting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like YouTube is teaching. Like I get on to teach yeah. this one, like I get on. To- <laughs> math. And um, mm-hmm. I do it on Instagram a little bit, but I feel like it's really hard to get the content that I want to get out in like two paragraphs. <laughs> so I use it more as like interacting, like, hey, what are you guys doing today? Or how do you do this? Or let me show you a quick mm-hmm. tip. Um, yeah, uh, I feel like if it makes sense, like I like asking
1: a question, but I don't want to think, oh, well, I need to ask a question because that pleases the algorithm. Let me just throw up a random question that's irrelevant to anything about this post. And I just, I just like to do things that like feels right. I guess
0: Like I don't want to just yeah, do it but for I the think, sake of doing it. I think your feels right is into like, you feel like it's intuitive because you've probably yeah. been doing it for so long. Right. So you yeah. can probably still make a post that's really good and gets engagement without having or to. Or not. <laughs> I'm
1: trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. I know. No, but sometimes they're just, sometimes no one likes it and you just have to go with that too <laughs> and not go oh well why didn't anybody like this is it because i asked the wrong question or is it because i didn't do this i just think okay no one likes that on to the
0: next one <laughs> Put it up. yeah so we secrets is asking have you ever considered the distinction between branding your business versus branding yourself i'm crazy about the latter for the people i hear use that language
1: yeah i guess for me like I guess yeah technically like I am my brand because everything that I sell and do is kind of an extension of me and like I like to post things that I like or do things that I like and sell things that I like if there's things I don't like I'm not going to want to list it I'm not going to want to share it so I usually will just like send it to thread up or take it to another store so for me yeah I feel like I don't know but I also feel icky of saying like this is my brand um but, but, it I like, but it is, but it is, but I am, I am my brand. And so it's kind
0: of. When you're a team of one, where am I? When you're yeah. team of one. And even if you're <laughs> like, I know it's like, which way? Um, I mean, even like, I have a lister and I have, but like, mm-hmm. I, it, it is my brand. Um, and because it's my brand, I'm the, I don't have enough money to pay someone else to be the face of the brand. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But I even think back to when when I was at ModCloth and we had 100 employees and like Susan the founder like it's still everything was still very like her even though people may not know who she is and or anything about her but like we all know like would she like this Yeah. does this post sound like something like she even though she wasn't necessarily like the person behind the scenes, they still are. So even if I, at one point, I mean, I don't think I'll ever have like hundreds of employees. I can't deal with that. Uh, but I still would, it would be like, oh, would, would Ash like this post? Is this something Ash would say? Like, I still think that even if customer facing, you're not the brand, like you're still always gonna be the brand.
0: You're making, yeah, right. Yeah, because it's, um,
1: it's yours.
0: <laughs> and I think, as I'm thinking about this, um, I think what's hard and maybe, the queasiness that's coming out like for me is when it says versus branding yourself because i still like to have certain things that are not like not everything is my business right Mm -hmm. um when you are the face and you are the brand it's hard to make that separation right like i don't i put some some things about my family and my kids so like you guys can see that i'm like not making it up you met them Mm -hmm. i don't (laughs) know. know See them. They told me it's almost their birthdays. <laughs> my daughter's birthday is on Friday, uh, the day before Halloween. Thirty minutes before Halloween, she's very excited. Um, <laughs> but that's valid. I think it is important to make the distinction, and everyone is different. Some people like mm-hmm. to be more in the public, and some people less. But I think maybe for me, that's kind of where that queasiness is. Like I don't want everything that I do to be about my business, right? Yeah, that's and
1: it. sometimes I just feel silly if like, I'm about to post something and then I think, oh, is this on brand? I'm like that sounds so. Cool silly to me I'm like but that's like how my brain works and how I used to think because if it is for like an actual brand and like companies that I've worked for I do have to think is this on brand and like now I'm like thinking that for myself and I'm like I'm a brand whatever I say is on brand <laughs> that's <laughs> valid it's on brand it's on brand it's, I'm posting it it is on brand but if uh, I had to actually like make brand guidelines to give to like if I hired a content director or social media specialist tomorrow or something like I would have to give them like a brand book which I've created before like never like for
0: myself but I'm like what would
1: my brand guidelines be no clue <laughs> no
0: clue <laughs> I don't even know mine would be pink like clearly yeah. pink um I think that's where I would and I think that's why I have a hard time making things because I don't I don't have like I don't have those guidelines for myself I'm just like what well, yeah
1: well, I do for, like, like, colors and, like, fonts and, like, that stuff. But if it's, like, the voice of, like, write all the captions for me, like, then I would be, like, I don't know, like, how do you sound like me? I don't know. I don't know what I sound like yet. So I'm that's... <laughs>
0: The Grumpy Thrifters are saying, I tried YouTube, but I can't edit. So I've tried TikTok, and I love it. You have to edit on TikTok, too. <laughs> they just make it easy because there's, like, the buttons there. I can yeah seconds seconds. Um, I quit editing. Clearly, based off of my <laughs> – <You know, on laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, whatever day I release, um, I quit editing. But I've significantly decreased my editing time because it takes so much time. Um
1: mm-hmm. I-, I think it also depends on, like, what style of video you're creating. Like, if I'm doing – like my like thrift with me is there ones like that that like take more editing like that's why there's very few of them because it's just so long but it's like hauls or like a quick how-to or i don't just like easier things or like like i said with like the office tour like that really requires like very minimal editing so i think it's like you're just starting out those easier things that you can just do like a short video in one take or i know a lot of people do hauls in one take um like if you do want to get into YouTube or things like I would start thinking of things that you can do think of editing beforehand <laughs> like, like think of like I what would you really yeah and like plan it out of like what would be what would be easy to start with and what wouldn't require a lot of filming a lot of editing so I wouldn't do like big out thrifting trips or a day and like even a day in the life like those type of things um put those down the, down the line and just think <laughs> Think of what's easy. What can you do in one take? What can you just get out there and just get to get used to it?
0: And then the, the more that you film, the more like I used to edit a lot of my videos because I'd be like, oh, I didn't mean to say that. I didn't. But the mm-hmm. more like you film, the more you get comfortable with like my speech that I say at the beginning, like just rolls off in my mm-hmm. mind now. Like I've said it so many times where like, when I first start, you would be, have to be like, oh, I mm-hmm. didn't mean to say that. Um, You kind of just have to get out there. for, for Yeah. Less- and,
1: and I can't remember who told me this but i've heard it somewhere it may have been on the podcast and if somebody's in the chat and they know who it is or if it is you give give the credit um but it was um it might have been laurie laurie's boston found. um maybe i don't know now i feel like i'm messing up but uh they said like film your video first and then go back and film the intro because i feel like that's always the hardest part for me too of like oh well here's what I'm doing like this is what my video is going to be about and like just that get getting into it kind of takes so long but then once you actually like start the haul then it goes really fast if you're doing the haul just start talking about the clothes and then come back and do that like whatever your intro to the video is
0: that's interesting. I usually do my intro parts and it usually does take me a couple times to be like, "All right, let's get into the like moment of this and let's get going." Um, so I just start whatever I'm filming, I just start filming <laughs> do it. Yeah. Um, I actually because I can I don't film with the kids. So when mm-hmm. I have kid-free time, which is very very limited, especially during COVID because we have no babysitters, we have no school, we have no anything. Um, so when I have time to film, I want to like just film. And so I actually I I went to school to be a teacher. So like I make lesson plans. So I kind of make lesson plans for my videos. Like here's my yeah. objective and here's my content. And so when I get to it, like I have a pretty good idea of what, but in the beginning mm-hmm. I would start talking and then be like, what was that video about?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So either plan it, either plan it out or jump in and then go back. and, and <laughs>
0: Um, Rez- saying, I edit very little. It's very time consuming. I try to be as natural as positive possible. Um, and I agree with that too. I like to have bullet points, but I do mm-hmm. like to portray it very like natural, Like you're still talking to me or I'm teaching you. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like we've, yes, lots of comments down there. Okay. Uh, I t- totally fly by the seat of my pants. Yep. <laughs> Doing IG lives teaches you to be natural because you can't, do any editing. And that is absolutely true. Doing these lives Mm -hmm. totally helped me feel much more comfortable on video um, because what I say is what I say. Like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) and talking with other people, like the conversation is much more natural when you can talk with other people. Oh yeah.
1: I think when like lockdown first happened, like I forgot how to talk to
0: people. (laughs) Well, this is when I, no, I started the lives I started the lives before lockdown cause I was close to getting mm-hmm. and I was like, well, if I do a live, that's an hour. So I'll get more mm-hmm. hours if I do those. Yeah. Um, and then when the lockdown happened, I did them like multiple times a day. Cause I was like, I don't, or multiple, not, I need time. to talk to people. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I enjoy engaging. So I ask questions on every post. Um, so I think it is helpful for people who aren't used to building content to at least get comfortable with like, how do I do this? Mm-hmm. Um, All right. I think we're caught up. Natural is best. Mm -hmm. Um, You're so cute, Sarah. I think that's why I really connect with you. I am a Spanish. (laughs) Um, That's awesome. So Jess, there's a couple. I don't know if any of them are on. Hi, Daniela. Um, There's like a whole Spanish community. So like Violet, is it 507, 407, um, Magnus Hips, do you know who I, there's like a whole Spanish, like she had one, Magnus Hips had a, a Spanish with a lady from Clara from Liz Perfectly today and I hopped on, but it's all in Spanish. So if you're a Spanish teacher and you know Spanish, there's like a whole Spanish community and they always look like they have great content, but I don't know Spanish. I think there's a Facebook group too. Oh, is there? Yeah. Um, Send me a DM I mean, if you I'm want. not, I'm not in it, but I think there's I one. I took it in high school, but you know, that was like 15 years ago and I haven't used it since then. So here we go. Let's get into the content a half an hour (laughs) into the call. Um, We can talk. And if there's anything that you want to talk about, I do actually want to talk to you about. So you are a full-time reseller um, and that's hard because you don't like you have highs and lows. I'm noticing, Mm -hmm. I mean, you get highs and lows and how did you get to the point to be like, okay, this, I can sustain this long-term and this, because like one day I, or something, one month it's bad and one month it's good. And how do I make sure to stay motivated? And I think it's just from
1: doing it for so long that it, it was, it was always supplemental. And then in, I started on Poshmark um, when it launched and it was literally just to clear things out of my closet. Cause I was still working in fashion and a very generous discount. Uh, so lots of clothes, I'm and, sure. And like living in San Francisco, my closet was this big. Where is it? There we go. And <laughs> all my, like just packed into it, packed into it. So um, when I f- first joined Poshmark, it was literally just to clear out things and like I'd buy new stuff and constantly. And so that was still just kind of supplemental, fun money, also more of just a way to clear out my closet and have money to buy new things. Um, and it wasn't until I moved to Austin, which was five, almost six years ago, um, that I started doing it more, um, because I had more space to store things. And there's some really awesome, uh, thrift stores here and lots of things that I just started doing it more and more. And then I started making more and more, and it was still just kind of extra money, pay off student loans, pay this off travel money, still just fun, never really, my end goal wasn't like, oh, I'm going to make this my job. It was just like, this is a fun thing I like to do. Um, and then I had another, so this two and a half years ago, um, I had another job and then was not super happy, not going to diss anybody, uh, <laughs> but just not not the happiest with, with uh, my role. And I was kind of on Poshmark a little bit more during the day. And just sat down with my husband and I was like, I'm really not happy with this gig and I'm making more on just Poshmark than I am at my job. And he's like, okay, you answered your question. Like, quit your job.
0: <laughs> I like, know but I'm okay. this area where I like have my mind made up, but I need to make sure that like like, someone else needs to hear it, right? Like, I don't necessarily ask husband for, for permission, but he's like, I don't know why you're telling me this. You already know what you want Yeah,
1: and I was like, more, and like I, I was just kind of like, I'm kind of like, well, I'm making more on, like, just Poshmark than I'm making at my job. So, and I was like, some of not as much, but, like, it kind of all evens out. Listen, it's like, yeah. I, are you, I think you're saying you want to quit your job. And I was like, yeah, I guess it is what I'm saying. I want to quit my job. Uh, and so it was, for me, it was a very, like, slow build. And it wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to save up a bunch of money and then quit, or I want this to be my job. And it was just very, very slow, but very natural uh, progression of of becoming full-time. And yeah, I think after, yeah, so many years of doing it, I kind of know like, okay, this season might be a little slower. I might be a little lazier in summer, or I want to travel more in winter or, or things like that. And kind of knowing, um, a little bit more about like myself and my work patterns, and then also like the seasonality of things. And I think also having a background in fashion and e-commerce and knowing a lot of those trends for big businesses, and kind of applying those things to to myself as well. Um, it's a different different horse, uh during uh, the pandemic, and I felt like at one point I was like, I'm not going to do this anymore. If I can't thrive, like, Guess I get, guess I get a job and, and, and just like, do I still want to keep doing this? Is this still going to be a viable option? Like, are people going to want used trash anymore? And,
0: um, I know it's kind of boring in the beginning because yeah, you're like, is it going to be like, are people going to be scared to buy things or is it going to be good? Mm-hmm. Like now people are online more, right? Yeah. Like, like thrift.
1: yeah. Or like ours, yeah. Or is it going to boom or is it? people don't want it are like thrift stores gonna shut down. Like we still have some stores here that are still closed. Um Mm. so I was like, am I gonna be able to get inventory? And I started looking into liquidation or sourcing online. And and one of the reasons why I love this job and love retailing is thrifting and the hunt and like saving things. I'm like, I don't just I don't want to just do retail arbitrage. like that's not why I got into it and why I love it and like the the thrill of the hunt and the thrift and and that Part of it is what I like. So I was like, well, if that part, like, if that didn't exist anymore, I would, wouldn't want to do it anymore.
0: <laughs> I know I've been doing palettes lately um, because of time. Like I don't have mm-hmm. it shut down and they're um, yeah. all at home and stuff. And so I was like, well, I'm just going to try palettes for now. And I wanted to get a feel for it because if the store shut down again, then I wanted to be like, okay, now I know. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. I never had a death pile and then everything shut down and I was like, oh, well, I did. <laughs> I know. I was like, it was a terrible idea. Had I known there was a pandemic coming, I should have. Mm-hmm. Had, but I was yeah. the person that was like, if I buy it, I don't go shopping until I list it. And then the pandemic happened and I was like, well, shit, now I have no inventory. Um, mm-hmm. But I was thrifting this weekend because I just missed it. Like, I was like, I haven't been sourcing it, like thrifting in mm-hmm. months. so um, oh, yeah, same. I did. Well, I did like a couple like
1: little trip. Well, because we moved uh, moved into the office and we needed stuff for it. And I was like, I'm going to peek at the clothes. i like, got a couple things and then yeah just a few days ago i did like an actual like big thrift trip and i was like oh I miss
0: this is so much but it's different now because i had to like where i don't know how your guys's um stores are i didn't do the bins because it's even more time consuming because you can only go for so long and then you have to come outside mm-hmm. and then like i was like i'm not dealing with that chaos but the thrift we don't thing, have any rules <laughs> oh i i haven't been this is everything that i've heard from yeah yeah
1: yeah ours doesn't have any rules which is also kind of terrifying
0: <laughs> yeah, are you're in Austin? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you have to you have
1: to wear a mask and they like recommend social distancing, but there's no like wait in line for a number or two hour time limit or like things that I see like other people posting like ours is just pretty much business as usual. so I've gone once twice but mm, and it, yeah <laughs> um, and then... I, well, I'm also not the person that like rushes to the new bin anyway so because I just don't. Want that in my life anyway. Um, so I was still just I just kind of sit in the back and like go through other ones, which like I did before the pandemic. Um, so I still just did that and I got a handful of things. It was still a good trip.
0: Um, it was hard though to wear because I went for like four hours, multiple different stores. So I took my mask on, but like not being mm. able to wear water and like just breathing and mm. it was exhausting. So I am glad that I have a little bit of like I can source a palette. And then thrift, you know, to kind of supplement Mm -hmm. when I want to. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's nice. Daniela is saying that this is the first time that she's had a death pile and it's given her anxiety. And that's how I normally am. But now when it gets that, you guys can probably see. Well, it's kind of dark. Mm -hmm. there, But I have like a lot to list. (laughs) But when it gets down, when I get under like because I list 50 a week. So mm-hmm. when I get under a hundred items, I start to get really anxious because I'm like, what if things shut down again? Right. And then what if I don't have anything? So I'm like mm-hmm. the opposite of how I used to be, where I was like, I can't have- <laughs> <laughs> now I'm yeah. like, I don't I like to find a middle ground. <laughs> ahead. Yeah. What's up? Oh, well, Lori. There's Lori. <laughs> there's Lori. And I
1: knew like I like last week or the week before, I was like, okay, I have to go thrifting because I was getting to like bottom of the barrel stuff of like, oh, I thrifted this ages ago and like if I didn't list it then, it's because I didn't, I wasn't that as excited about it. So I felt like it was like my not as good stuff. Yeah. And then, or like people were giving me things and I was like, um. and then I was not working as much because I wasn't excited to list it. Cause so I was like, Oh, this is just like stuff I got from a box or something. Somebody gave me or something I thrifted two years ago and forgot about and don't like it anymore. And so I was like, I need to go thrifting. I need to be excited about the stuff I'm listing again. Yeah.
0: I think a lot of people, and Leo's, Notes in the or comments, notes in the comments, comments, whatever. If you guys are like, yeah, (laughs) but I think a lot of people are like that too. Like, and this is why I don't do the bins a lot either for this reason because I find myself at the bins talking myself into more stuff than I would if I have to pay a little bit more, and I get excited at the bins for it because I'm like, oh, this is only a dollar, and then I get home and I'm like why did
1: I buy half of this stuff? I don't know. Yeah. So what I've been doing with the bins now, is so there's um, a couple buy sell trade stores that I, I know what they are currently sourcing for and what they want. And like, you can just call up like Plato's or whatever. Usually they'll post online, but like, what do you guys need right now? What looks like? What styles are you looking for? And they're like, Oh, we want X, Y, and Z. And like, so all, look for that stuff while I'm at the bins uh, obviously still looking for things for myself but I'm never gonna find fifty pounds of things that I personally love and want to list so I get those things and like or things to like to spread up and stuff but most of the time I've just been taking them over to my trade stores and then because there's a couple that they give me pretty good payouts that and then I get trade that in for store credit and I get like a boost in credit and then I buy stuff that's better for like more of a match for me in my closet. So I'm like, and also at the bins, like I get the, like, I need to save this from landfills. And like, even if I don't love it, I was like, I have to save this. I have to. Uh, And so then I take it to consignment store, buy sell trade, send it to thread up or or something like that. And then keep those little gems for myself.
0: Yeah, that's smart. I know a lot of people that do that at the bins as well. And then Usually, well, you buy stuff for it, but I know other people that will pay for their trip because the bins are so cheap. So Mm -hmm. up to the buy, sell trade, they pay for the bin Mm -hmm. and then everything that they list is just profit. Right. Mm -hmm. Great. This is a great it's a great job to have full-time I mean you're showing that you can do it full-time but also as a side gig and also with zero entry fee like I mean I guess Mm -hmm. you have a lot of money at the bins but you could have $50 at the bins get -hmm. yourself paid back and still have stuff to list and slowly gradually build I Mm -hmm. I never spent money that I didn't have that's a lie the first time I bought two things Mm -hmm out of my own account, like out of my own personal, right? I bought two Mm -hmm. things sold and then the money that I had from those sales, I bought more things and then the money Mm -hmm. and gradually it just grows. You can have a lot of capital that you invest if you want, but you can also start out really Mm -hmm. and. Oh, I've like, I feel
1: like I'm just like the queen of being like scrappy and like use what you have. And it's also to like my detriment where like, I should have upgraded things or done things sooner of like I had to like little crappy handheld steamer for the longest time and it would take so long to steam things I was like okay i need to i need to reinvest that because then it's also an investment of your time uh so i i've slowly started like okay i can i can treat myself to this i can treat myself to that and that's what, like with having the office now too and i'm like okay yes it's now a monthly investment that i wasn't paying because i could work at home for free but i'm more productive i don't have my husband he's never gonna watch this I don't have my husband bugging me
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> really okay. like, my husband probably is
1: watching like, <laughs> yeah I'm like I'm gonna call can you bring me water I'm like I'm literally in the middle of something and like it's just kind of having that uh, dedicated work time and workspace it's like when I'm at home I'm just like it's around I'm surrounded by it I want to work 24 7 and I even I'm working more but I'm less productive so I'd rather now invest in having a space, go there for even a couple hours and just like bang, 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 get it all out and then come home and then my husband can bug me.
0: <laughs> so what Ashley's referring to, for those who don't follow, after this video, you can go check out her new YouTube video um, where she, <laughs> has, she just moved into a space that you share with another reseller, right? Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. See her space. And I think it's interesting what you talked about. I think we talked about it last week Either I was on Leslie's channel and we talked about it or she talked on mm-hmm. my channel. We were on <laughs> each other's channels last week. <laughs> but about buying tools, because I think it is hard. When you first start, you see all these people that are like, oh, I have a thermal printer and I have this steamer and I have... Mm-hmm. You first start and it's like, do you need that or do you want that? And I'm yeah very much like you where I don't want to buy. Th- I think most of us are kind of that way because we're, mm-hmm. I, we're frugal. Yeah, we're like, we're thrifty, we're scrappy, we're frugal, we're cheap. Like, that's why we buy trash and stuff, right? <laughs> But I've gotten to a point now where I take into account my time is money. Mm-hmm. Like if they yeah. bought a rollo printer because I was making so many packages and I was like, OK, it is taking me two minutes to tape these on and mm-hmm. I'm sending how many pieces of paper I'm. Yeah, I won how much tape. And I did the actual math and I was like, okay, cool. Like the rollout a year ago when I was doing, you know, a sale every other day, no, that was not worth it for me. Now, Mm -hmm. yes, when I'm spending an hour doing packages, it limits that time down. I like this. Charlotte says, I limit myself to my best. Oh, Oh, you cut out. Oh, I limit myself to my best 30. I was reading it too. <laughs> oh, sorry. I thought you were. Gonna- <laughs> um, I like that because then it's. Hard, but it, I don't know if I'd be able to do that because sometimes you have like trips where it's like you hit the lady who got rid of her entire closet mm-hmm. and then the lit- limits. And then the next week you go, you had nothing there, right? Um. But I think it is good to have your own set of limits, right? So you're not just consumed with everything. Um. All right. Well, I did want to touch a little bit on platforms that you sell on. Um, because you mentioned you've yeah. been on eBay forever, but then you started, you know, you've been talking more recently about Poshmark. So what platforms are you on and what are your preferences? Where are you kind of leading right now?
1: Yeah. So I started on eBay and then I did that all through college. And then once I got my my big girl job, um, I just kind of didn't have time for it anymore. So I stopped selling on there. I want to say in like two thousand Seven or two thousand eight, and then I met Tracy and Manish, uh, founders of Poshmark. For people that aren't on Poshmark, um, I met them before the app had launched, and it was just at a, a fashion tech uh, networking thing. And Tracy was like, "Hey, you you seem like you'd be into this app. Can I tell you about my app?" And I'm like, "Sure, what is it?" And she was explaining it to me. I'm like, "This sounds so cool." Uh, <laughs> So I I got to beta test the app before it launched, Um, but even then, I was thinking like, "This is going to be my job. I'm going to resell clothes." It was still just as like, "Hey, sell things you're not using anymore, get money." And I'm like, "Yes, I need that." Um, So I've been on Poshmark, yeah, since. Oh my gosh, next year is going to be ten years. Um, So you're an OG. Yeah, well, I think I think Manish said I'm the twelfth person on the app, like including employees.
0: (laughs) <laughs> that is crazy because there's God, not like what did they say at Posh Fest like eight billion or is five billion? I mean like, I, any million.
1: Million. When, And and Chicago was the first Posh Fest I was able to go to, and I still like I still didn't realize like how big it was. I was just like, oh, here's this fun app that I get rid of my clothes on, and like st- like not realizing that it's like a huge thing. And then I went to Posh Fest, and I was like this made people know about body work. <laughs> and it was like i was just so surprised when it was and then like each year it's just gotten bigger and bigger and then yeah when they're saying like how many people are on the app i'm like holy cow
0: that's crazy i didn't the way i don't know why i didn't take you as an og not i don't know like because a lot because of- I don't have ten thousand. oh i think
1: my my earphone died
0: Oh, um, no. Just because the way that you talk about is still like really. There we go. Oh, okay. me now. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going
1: on the
0: computer now. Oh. Um, I don't know what I was saying. Um, but we're happy enough if people do have questions. Oh, now there's feedback. Can you? Were you putting something away?
1: Yeah.
0: Okay, we're good now. I could hear like I think I could hear your things going away. Um. Oh, you mentioned vintage. So, is your closet mainly vintage? No, uh,
1: I have like I'll like sprinkle in like a few little things, but yeah, it's
0: mostly um, mostly modern. Oh, I can't hear you. How's that? Yes, yes, you're back.
1: Technology. My okay. background yeah. is not in IT. <laughs> 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 um, no, so I do. I do know vintage and like have done it in the past and like did Etsy for a little bit and that's mostly just from from stuff that I did learn learn at ModCloth but my closet um, now isn't isn't vintage it's mostly mostly modern it's. It's a random hodgepodge of things
0: that I think are cool. <laughs> so do you buy things that like if there was something that you don't necessarily like or think is cool but you know it'll sell, do you sell it or do you like to keep a curated closet that's very like this is my style and this is what Yeah, for for Poshmark
1: now I I kind of go back and forth and it originally, well originally it was just my clothes. So it was absolutely just my style of things that I like because they were things that I, I bought for myself. Um and then as I started doing like more like reselling and flipping and like, oh, this is kind of a fun, more of a fun side hustle. I would see like what other people were selling and, and kind of just doing a mix of everything. Um, and then some things would do okay. And some things not so good. And like, why did I buy this? Now it's just been sitting here for two years. Um, and so then I started going back to like more curated and just my style. Um, but then, like I said, during, Uh, pandemic I was just selling whatever I could sell again Um, like here's what I have Um, and so now I'm trying to go now that I can thrift again and try to get back into just more of like my style but as far as like eBay and thread up and whatever that's just like whatever I can make money on but I want like Poshmark Um, and then I also um, last year launched my own website Mm -hmm. um, which is everyday style and so that and Poshmark are going to be a little more curated to to me and my brand. Um, But other platforms, it's just whatever we'll we'll, we'll sell. I don't think those need to be as, as curated.
0: Oh, so you don't have everything on all the places? No,
1: I am not coordinated and organized enough for that. So like there are some things that will be cross posted, but it's like more of like everything will be on well i'm just i'm trying to like redo my mercari right now so i think there's only like two things on there but i feel like everything's gonna be on ebay and mercari and then a limited selection will be on poshmark and my store
0: so why a limited selection on poshmark because i just
1: i just like how it looks okay
0: and i feel like and that's
1: just more of like that audience and like following people and
0: I was, well, I'm asking because I was actually thinking today and I might do a video on it, but I've done kind of a video, but anyway, so Poshmark, the bigger, like, let me say this correctly Mm -hmm. resellers um i feel like in the reselling community it's like you have to have this ginormous closet and you have to to make a lot of money you have to have all of this stuff and it's not necessarily true Mm -hmm. and on poshmark it can actually like ebay it's whatever because you can send out offers to everyone you can Mm -hmm. run a sale you can like the bigger your closet it doesn't matter the more exposure but poshmark a bigger closet can actually i think hurt you Mm-hmm. because you have to share it and you there's a there's a limit in sharing your items if you do it too much right you get in trouble mm-hmm. and if you have a big closet you can't share your items as often that's why i was asking so i didn't know if that had anything to do with like if you 200 items you can share those every hour if you wanted to, because it's- yeah, I like having like around like between like five and 600. Like I feel like well, for some people, that's
1: probably a huge closet. Uh, but I feel like that's kind of like my sweet spot. And for, for the amount that I can share, and also like the amount of sales that I get, like I feel like I get more. And like when I get like over like 700, I feel like my sales start to slow down. For, and it's yeah, like you said, like you can't share it as much. And I also like I don't like looking at large closets, right? Especially right. as a like a shopper because if I find something that I like, I'll like if I'm searching for something like a Free People uh, sweater, so let's say, and I find what I like. Okay, I'm paying seven dollars for shipping. Do you have yeah. anything else yeah. that I might like? Maybe you will give me a discount, uh, and then I start looking through your closet, and if it's like men's ties and shoes and like all this other stuff and like all these different styles. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to like filter through all this just to get this top. Then I look at someone else's closet. They have that same top. I look at it. There's a hundred other things that like speak to me. I'm like, Ooh, I'm going to shop from that closet. So I feel like uh, there's people that want to just like cast the wide net and like sell everything to everybody. Um, but I, I just kind of like the more like thinking of it like a store
0: and, and, I, don't, and I, think, I don't want my store to be Walmart. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think, and eBay, I'm not on Macari, but I feel like Macari mm-hmm. might be that way as well. But eBay for sure, like mm-hmm. an eBay search functionality is so much better mm-hmm. than Poshmark, right? And so I'm wondering if I may go down that route. If, right now I have everything on Poshmark and everything on eBay, but I was thinking today, and then just talking to you with this conversation mm-hmm. about limiting what I have on Poshmark and making it more curated because for that purpose so that people can go and find things not because I care about a curated closet because I'm not particular about that but I do think that it would help Um, but they said that they're coming out with the search function so I may wait until that comes yeah, out I mean, like I'll filter in people's closets and things but also like that's also just like my personal preference like I'm sure we could dig into the actual
1: numbers fun and you'll probably say that I'm completely wrong
0: no no I think you're on I think no I definitely think that you're on to something because I do the same thing and I think what we kind of forget sometimes on Poshmark is we're in the Poshmark community as resellers mm-hmm. but the majority of people on Poshmark There's are just- not resellers right mm-hmm. they're just shopping and so they're going on and they found something and okay maybe i'll pay and i just want to look at a couple things i don't want to be this guru poshmark person um and so maybe having a smaller closet and then i can share it more often i can send out offers more often um -hmm. i this is why i like having because i think i might limit my lower my poshmark store Yeah. Well, and I
1: think, um, and there are still a lot of people who their closet is like their closet and it's their clothes. And so they want to find somebody, like I say, I like finding like my style twins of like, there's people that like, they have stuff that I like and they might be my size or like things like that. And I, I shop more frequently from those types of closets that are either curated to my style or are there their, their actual closets. So I'm basically just going back to how I was when I started on Poshmark and just doing a few circles around and then coming back.
0: Coming back yeah. Well, and things change too though. Cause when you first started, like a lot has changed in the app. Well, this, uh, well, everything has changed. Yeah. This, um, is ruining our whole life mm-hmm. right now. She's saying my Poshmark closet always seems to do better over a thousand listings. It's so interesting how it works so different for everyone.
1: I've never had over a thousand listings, so maybe, yeah, because I've so I've noticed that like once I get like five hundred active listings, I'll get like a
0: bit of a boost,
1: and then over six hundred again, but then there was once I had, I think it was like I was trying to do around eight hundred and I felt like I was doing better when it was like five six hundred, um but then there could be another boost again if I get two thousand, but I don't have my act together enough to have a thousand active listings. <laughs>
0: I don't either. I'm getting close to a thousand active items, but I have like multiple because I'm doing a palette now. It's like multiples. Mm-hmm. Um, so Danielle is saying, it's funny that we were talking about this. I was over 600 listings and my closet was slowing down. Now that I am back to 530, I'm making more sales. Very interesting to think about. Um, I've really been thinking about this and I mm-hmm. might do a test. Um, so keep an eye out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, sometimes I'll do like a survey because I want, like, I can you do a test it and then tell me. <laughs> Yes. No, and I like obviously I like analyzing the data and I do my numbers all the time, but it's going to be a better analysis if I have you know lots of data. Mm-hmm. So keep an eye out. Um I might throw a survey out there to get an idea of and it's always anonymous, so I don't know who you are and how much you sell, um, to kind of see where that is. I'm thinking just based off of how Poshmark works, um, the smaller if you have 500 items you can share that one item gets more exposure and goes to the top more often because you can share it more often and for offers like i can't send offers like i was when i had a 300 item closet yeah and so i might not be getting sales as much i have and i have to look i maintain the same amount of money on poshmark no matter what i do i have i and i don't know why but i have like i had 300 items and now i have 850 and i'm making the same amount a month i'm like i well then i'm gonna quit putting items on if i only have to say at 300 that's less for me yeah like let's let's do the least amount of work possible (laughs) um right right and just put it all on ebay and be done with it um and i pay a lister and so if i don't have to pay her to list then i'm making i don't know this is interesting conversation. Um, I have had it over f- 1K four times now and every time I made more daily sales. Well, see, now she's making me think that I should just pump, crank it out and get to a thousand. <sighs> oh, all right. Well, stay tuned. Follow my channel and see what happens. No, I'm, like, I'm excited to see what happens. I've been thinking about it. So I'm going to mess around with this and do some analysis on it. There has been something... Within their algorithm, where when you hit a hundred, five hundred, and a thousand listing mark, you get a boost. I've heard that. I personally have never seen it. Uh, my sales have never reflected. I volunteer you. to be one hundred. <laughs> okay, done. <laughs> but I do. I I think I'm going to look at this. I'm a mom of three. I social media. I resell. I remote learn. So it may be like a month before you see a survey. Um, but I am making a note. I do no, want- we
1: need it now. <laughs>
0: I wish. Um, I have like a laundry list of things to do. Look at closet numbers. Yes. Survey. Okay. I'm putting it on. So keep an eye out. Follow me on Instagram. Follow me on YouTube. Keep an eye out for the survey. I think that's it. We're at seven o'clock. Um, this is wonderful chatting with you. Um, and you, this is why I love having these. I have some things going on in my head, things that I might be changing. I have been thinking about that. And um, it's nice to be able to talk with someone about it and everyone in the chat as well so please go ahead and go follow ashley she has great content on youtube um head over there right now i linked her instagram in the live chat um and then you can no you cannot click on her you haven't commented anywhere <laughs> I was yeah. just saying you can click on you on youtube can you click yeah she will comment in the chat so that you can click to her straight to her youtube and her instagram i put in the live chat oh, as well If you guys have questions for me or Ashley and you're watching this in the recording, do feel free to leave those down below. This Monday call also goes up the following Wednesday on my podcast. So if you want to listen and not watch us, which I get it, um, you can listen in the background. It will be on my podcast as well wednesday is what sold wednesday and i have a couple of really cool videos coming out one about analysis on thread up and then one on my liquidation palette i did an analysis on that as well so if you like content like that do make sure to subscribe hit the like button and i'm going to throw this in there for those i need of- to put my act together you're like i got this i got
1: this i got
0: this. Like, I, got <laughs> I have to like i this is what i get it like in reselling is kind of in the background right now Mm -hmm. i kind of just like doing the bare minimum not bare minimum but i have it like pretty stable Mm -hmm. um where i'm like focused on youtube and once i get focused i'm like here we go i'm gonna (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna crack the youtube algorithm i'm not going to really Mm -hmm. but i it gives me motivation um that's it i think um hmm yeah i think that's it i don't know (laughs) <laughs> That's it. Everyone have a good night and thank you guys so much thank for joining you. <laughs>